Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Why do trains run on tracks? You ever thought about that? I think that there's a lot of great reasons, but I think that the primary reason that trains run on tracks is to reduce friction to make it as easy as possible for this massive hunk of steel carrying other massive hunks of steel or whatever, that it eliminates as much friction as possible. Obviously, a lot of other reasons, so the trains don't run into each other and so people don't get hurt. If you've ever seen a train wreck, literally you can't take your eyes off of it. And while I don't think I've ever really spent any time in a train yard, I understand that they are, that is a train yard, is one of the most dangerous places on earth because while these things are massive, they move very slowly, sometimes very fast, but they can be extremely quiet. And just the tiniest amount of room uh, can be deadly, obviously for a human being. Um, I think you get the idea, but the primary reason that trains run on tracks is to reduce friction. So you can carry massive amounts of weight, tons, whatever large units of, of, of weight are, megatons, maybe, as efficiently as possible. Really reduce friction. And how about in your life? Do you have a lot of friction in your life? Or perhaps you're all green lights. Just, you're one of those people that hits all the lights. Maybe the opposite, maybe you keep getting stuck at red lights. Maybe you can never find a parking spot. Maybe you're a person who, when you show up, you know, somebody pulls right out or there's a spot right in front as if saved expressly for you. And I hope that's the case. I hope that in your life that you are not experiencing a lot of friction, but, but I bet that that's not true. I bet that you're probably experiencing friction in your personal relationships in one form or fashion, if it's with a spouse or a parent or a child uh, a sibling, aunt, uncle, whatever. There's probably some friction there. Could be friction at work in some capacity. Coworkers, a manager, somebody you're managing. Uh, could be professional advisors. You could be ex- experiencing friction with with money, money stress. Things just don't seem to be going your way. And these are bad, obviously. We want to be able to reduce friction so that you can glide through life as as fluidly as possible, unencumbered by things in your way. So how do we do that? If we know that friction is there or it's going to be coming, how do we do that? And I think that the only way that we do that is by interrogating your reality, really getting in there and digging in and figuring out what's not working. Why is this so hard? Why is this so painful? Why is my relationship with my kids so strained? Why do I want to pull my hair out? And I, <laughs> I remember hearing, uh, if you've ever heard of Jordan Peterson, uh, I remember him hearing him talk about how you need to never let your kids do something that will cause you to hate them. 
And I think I read that before my kids were old enough for me to, uh, for old enough to be able to grind my gears and get under my skin. Now it's certainly possible. But once you are, or once you have kids uh, at that age, you're like, oh wow, you know what? I could definitely see that happening. If you just hear that, you're like, well, that sounds terrible. How in the world could I ever hate my kids? But it's the same as any relationship that you have. Like, how in the world could I ever hate my spouse? Well, the reality is that half of uh, marriages end in divorce. They, they end up breaking up. So half the time uh, that friction is present, so much so that it splits up. So in order to avoid that, in order to avoid having a crappy relationship with your kids, and I think that that probably, unfortunately, a lot of these, a lot of that friction is caused by probably money, in some form or fashion. So it's why I really wanted to talk about getting down to the root of the problem, and to really figure that out. And just to use a personal example here, I think that I, I, I don't, I don't think anything. I know that the the biggest cause of pain in my life with my oldest, with James, right now is when I'm getting ready to put him down for his nap. And this seems to be the time where his energy level goes from, you know, he's a pretty energetic kid, but it goes to 11. I don't know why. It should be the time where it goes down to four and we nicely and in a very relaxed fashion read a story and I tuck him in, I give him a hug and a kiss and I say, you know, have, have a great nap and I'll see you in a little while. But that's not how it goes. <laughs> that is not the current reality for James and I, and I know that I need to address it. I know that I need to, to do a better job, and I know that I can't let it keep going on. And this is true of, you know, it could be true for, for many things in your life as well. And I really want to encourage you to figure out what those really, what those problems are, what the triggering events are, and then to take these head on and to address them because the risk of you not, um, it's just it's just way too high. So think about how your life would be better if the areas of friction in your life were alleviated. If you could build a train track right over the top of those or just remove those blockages, those barriers, get that off the tracks. So the next time the train rolls over, it's not gonna derail and everybody is not, um, and everybody doesn't perish in, 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 in horrible flames. So how would your life be better if you were able to, if you had the courage and the strength to address these issues head on, how would your life be better? Let's think about that. How would your relationship with your kids be better? How would your relationship with your spouse be better? How would your relationship with your coworkers be better if you could get over this friction, whatever that friction is in your life? So think about that. So, and then once once you've identified, you thought about how your life would be better, this is gone, think about how to actually have the conversation. Put together a plan for coaching your kid up, coaching up James in my example, to get it to a place where everybody can be happy with your spouse, with, with your coworkers, with your boss, with the people you're managing. And then to start actually moving in the direction of having that reality. And it's not going to be easy. Things that in life worth having 
are not easy. But that's really what I want you to focus on and to think about. So find the pain in your life, identify it, figure out why it's happening, interrogate your reality, and then resolve to have that tough conversation. And I know that it's not going to be easy. Confrontation rarely is. But life is both too short and way too long to not be having these conversations, to not be alleviating the friction, to not be figuring out how to move past it. The only way to live how you want is to know how you want to live. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.